And welcome to Wrong Think, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Anna Perez, host of the show, and I have a great show for you today, guys. I want to delve into exactly what uh, Columbus Day was like yesterday for if you are a white person. Apparently, everybody wants you to be apologetic about your race. It's actually very sad, and yet we all have to apologize and bow down to black people, to Hispanics, to everybody else. But no, white people... Um, they built Western civilization, and uh, they don't get anything for it. They just get complaints. Uh, but before I get into that, guys, I want to ask you all to please go ahead and rumble this video. It is because of you guys that we're able to exist as LFA TV on Rumble, and please help us grow this platform. We want to make it a household name, and also please help me make it on the Rumble, Rumble leaderboard. Yesterday, I made it to number 42. I want to make it higher this time, but I need your guys' help. Please, please, please rumble this video as always. And thank you so much in advance for doing that. So now, time for uh, a very interesting episode. Okay, so I don't know if you guys saw this, but the head coach of the San Antonio Spurs, Greg Popovich, decided to compare Columbus to Hitler yesterday in a little speech that he gave. It was a very interesting description choice. Uh, but I think it definitely sums up how bad, how bad the racism towards white people is today in American society. Here you go. You mentioned that, but it, it made me think a little bit beyond. I think the proclamation was obviously appropriate, important, needed, and all those sorts of things. But uh, I'm a little confused about our city and why it's Indigenous Peoples Day slash Columbus Day. Columbus? I mean, he, he initiated a New World genocide. That's what he did. And beginning with him and what he set in motion and what followed meant the annihilation of every indigenous person in Hispaniola which was Haiti and the Dominican Republic today. That's what he did. He took slaves, uh, he, he mutilated, he murdered, uh, and we're gonna, they're gonna say slash and honor him. Well, you know, I gotta give the San Antonio Independent School District a little bit of credit because at least they added Indigenous Peoples Day along with it, and that's a step in the right direction. But what the hell is Alamo Heights thinking? It's Columbus Day. That's why they're off on Monday. You know, maybe there's something I'm missing and I'm ignorant. But it makes me feel like they're living in a phone booth and they're educating our kids. Columbus Day? And we're going to honor that. And it's, it's, it's no knock on Italian-Americans. That's a silly argument. You know, it's, it's like saying we should be proud of Hitler because we're German. I mean, it makes no sense. It's about Columbus. It's not about Italian-Americans. And so there are a lot of states that have come out and scratched the Columbus Day and made it uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. But in our city, are we, we that backward that we have school districts that do that? I'm amazed. Just amazed. Okay, so he's wrong on both fronts. This isn't about Italians and this isn't about Columbus either. You know what this is about? This is about dismantling the history of Western civilization because that history happens to have been built by white men. And the left doesn't like that. They can't admit it. They can't give credit where credit is due because Western civilization is the best civilization to have ever existed. And we can look at history and we can look through every single empire that's ever existed and who was it built by? All the best ones by white men, okay? It's just a fact. I'm sorry if that offends. I'm not sorry, actually. But the point is, we have to acknowledge our history for what it is and give people credit where credit is due. I don't know why race has to be a factor in whether or not you decide to give a civilization credit. But look, you know, like I said, I'm not gonna, this isn't about Columbus, and I'm not gonna go through and debunk everything he said because I'm sure you heard it like 8 million times yesterday. Every, I'm sure, talking head gave the real history of Columbus and um, and that's useful. We do need to keep preaching the truth about it because he was not this disgusting murderer. He was actually, uh, he did a, a good deal for the Christian movement, for Christianity. He was uh, a missionary in a sense, along with a lot of other great things that he did there. So he was actually great. Columbus was a great uh, explorer. He was a great missionary. He was great, a great businessman. He did a lot of things for Western civilization. I mean, he basically started it. So, you know, I... 
in that sense, I'm not going to go through, like I said, and, and debunk every single thing that this idiot just said. I mean, obviously, he's incredibly historically illiterate. Then again, that's like 99% of America anyway. So I think it's funny that he was concerned about the teachers that were teaching about Columbus Day because it's like, well, if they're teaching about Columbus Day, then they're probably doing the right thing. I'd rather have them teach than you, who you're obviously not, you know, educated at all in this respect. But, you know, like I said, this is about the dismantling of our nation's history, uh, which in, thus is about dismantling of Western civilization, not telling people the truth about our history, which happens to be uh, white history, which happens to be uh, built by white men. They did a lot of great things. White men did a lot of great things for Western civilization. And I don't know why that's so hard for everyone to admit. Uh, actually, I do know why. Because they want to bury the truth and because Marxists couldn't divide America based off of class because we're a capitalist society, they decided to infiltrate us with racial division. So that's ultimately what this comes down here. But here's the thing. They will go after you. It doesn't matter. People, the left keeps making this about Columbus, and I don't want people to be confused here because they will go after any historical figure um, in any way. It doesn't really matter. If they're white, they will find something to complain about. They did this with Ted, the Teddy Roosevelt statue in New York, which they removed, actually. Um, and they removed it because they said that it was racist. It was a racist depiction. He was standing next to a slave and a Native American. You know, and, and here's the thing. Teddy Roosevelt is not exactly known for his, uh, I don't know, slavery preservation. He's more known for his uh, wildlife conservation. <laughs> so it's hilarious that he was tied to some racial movement. They were calling him a eugenicist and this horrible man who was so racist. First of all, he was president after slavery was emancipated. So anybody who's making that argument obviously has never read a book in their life, which is a problem in and of itself. I don't think we educate people properly, but it's these movements like the BLM movement that kind of and, and Antifa that, you know, they infiltrate our communities and then that becomes a dominant narrative and everybody forgets history. And it's kind of a cycle of destruction because then you have idiots like that guy, Greg Popovich, who kind of, um, they, they protect that narrative and they're constantly um, talking about it. And of course he gets elevated because he's in the mainstream and people listen to him and they're like, huh, well, he's, he must be right. He, he must be right because he's a, he's the head coach of the San Antonio Spurs, which I had never heard of before yesterday. I don't watch sports a lot, so please don't at me for that. Uh, but look, the point is, this is much more than just Christopher, Christopher Columbus. This is about the left wanting to essentially not acknowledge the white race at all. They don't want, especially white men, who are the people who really did build America. It wasn't women, it was men. Um, so women were a big part of it. Obviously I'll be the first to say they were very important in raising the next generation of children. So very important role if you ask me, but I'm just saying that as far as actually building it, um, you know, it was white men and you look at history and I, I, you know, there's so many things where you could see this, this narrative just kind of be broken down. I'm so, I'm so tired of this whole native American argument of everybody being like, well, you know, white settlers stole this land, white settlers stole this land. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We fought the Native Americans for 400 freaking years to get this country, okay? And that's just the colonies. I'm not even talking about um, the entirety of, like, the, you know, where Columbus en ended up. Of course, he ended up in the Bahamas um, and that whole area. I'm talking about the colonies specifically. We fought the Native Americans for 400 years for this land. It's insane to me that you tell us we stole this land. And it's like, okay, uh, let's, say, let's say they didn't come here. Let's say that, you know, white people, Europeans didn't settle here. Well, what was your plan, leftists? We were all just going to live in teepees for the rest of eternity? I mean, I don't understand what the plan B was here. And that's what really gets me going because they don't... So, you know, if you look at history, so we had an unsuccessful colony in the late 1500s in Roanoke, Virginia. Uh, then, of course, Jamestown, 1607. And then that's when we started to build the American colonies. That was really the first successful settlement in America. Um, and of course, there's a lot of history no one talks about, the fact that we brought over indentured servants. It wasn't all black people, it wasn't all slaves. A lot of indentured servants, a lot of um, people from Europe that were also used for physical labor. I don't think most people even had slaves back then. I don't remember the exact statistics, but it's a lot less than the narrative would have you know. So, um, I mean, I'm not advocating, I'm not saying slavery was okay, obviously. But here's the thing, slavery, the concept in and of itself is not racist because slavery has been used against every single ethnic group throughout history. Um, it's not, people associate it with black Americans 
uh, that they were forcefully brought over here. But the reality is slavery in and of itself is nothing new. That didn't, you know, Americans coming to the United States didn't invent that. The colonists didn't invent that. Slavery in and of itself has existed for as long as humanity has existed for. So people also need to realize that, you know, it's not just white people that have been a part of this horrible narrative of enslaving people. Um, and I also want to get to another point that I'm so tired of people talking about when it comes to, you know, speaking of sports, speaking of this guy, Greg Popovich, another trend I'm noticing uh, that I think stemmed from all of this anti-Columbus Day, Indigenous Peoples Day mentality was renaming our sports teams because it's so offensive to name them after a Native American. That makes absolutely zero sense. When you name a sports team after a specific group of people, it's because you revere that group. We didn't name, you know, the Redskins after. We didn't call them the White Skins. That's not particularly scary. Indians are scary, okay? They look scary. They have, you know, hatchets and stuff, and, and they're, they're tough. And we should, you know, we should revere them. They were tough people. And, and it's respectful to say that, hey, we fought you guys for 400 years. You weren't an easy opponent to beat. You were not easy to beat. Um, and, of course, 400, I'm just rounding there. I don't know the exact number of years. I'm sure that would be hard to calculate considering, you know, people were moving over in different times. Ob obviously, like I mentioned, the first successful colony was in 1607. But the thing is, like, people need to realize that, first of all, the, the number one enemy has never, has never just always been white people, okay? Slavery has existed amongst different populations for different years. Groups have been... Um, uh, uh, persecuted for years, different groups. Um, if you want to look at even more recent history in the 1800s, people don't talk about this very often, but you know who's really discriminated against? The Catholics, the Irish and the Italians. They were discriminated against. No one really talks about that. And everybody wants to say that like Jews and Muslims are the biggest victim in all of this. Well, what about the Armenian genocide? That was effectively a Christian genocide. So, you know, that's more into, that's another topic right there as far as this whole you know, we have to feel bad for Jews all the time, narrative goes. Um, that's another thing. Not to say that, you know, we shouldn't study the Holocaust and stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we should be focusing on other things too. But specifically the, the issue of whites versus blacks versus Native Americans or any other race that the left wants to pit us against, that the left wants to cause division. And I think it's really important for people to understand that white people are not your enemy, okay? Nobody is really your enemy. The Ultimately, you know, the United States is you know, one of the most tolerant places in the world. I mean, I sh if, for any of you who watched the show yesterday, you saw that video I, video I showed of Russia making fun of America because of how tolerant we are. It's absurd. The fact that we have to, you know, walk on eggshells all the time. No one should have to do that. And, and you know, speaking as a Hispanic woman, it, I don't like that. I don't want to be like treated like I'm, you know, special needs just because I'm Hispanic. Like, <laughs> I'm not retarded. I'm just Hispanic. You know, and I think a lot of Hispanics and black people feel that way, too. Uh, we're tired of being treated like we're, we're special, like we're not. OK, we're just regular people just like you. Um, and I've never been I've never actually experienced racism in my life. And I've only lived in white communities. So I don't understand where this, you know, pervasive racism is. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. So if we could just give up this whole act that we have to rename Columbus Day Indigenous Peoples Day because Columbus was a bad guy. And like I said, the real thing they're getting at here is not about Columbus at all. It's truly, it's truly about uh, the, the, the white race. They don't like white people. They're about to trying to dismantle our history so that they can demonize them. Because once we don't know the truth about our history, then they have total control. It's the same thing they do with censorship. When they censor people off of certain you know, social media platforms, they can people can talk bad about them. They can say... In incorrect things about them. They can slander their character. And then these people are not allowed on the platform, so they can't even defend themselves. It's the same thing that they do with our history. People are historically, Ill people are historically illiterate, and that's how the left wants it. They don't want us to know the truth about our history. They don't want us to know the truth about Western civilization. But look, when anyone who has two brain cells can figure it out. You go to Europe, you see these amazing buildings. The architecture is absolutely beautiful. I mean, look, look, uh, uh, Michelangelo was painting the 16th, sorry, 16, Sistine Chapel in the early 16th century. And what was going on in America at that time? Indians were living in teepees, okay? So I'm just saying, if we're going to give anyone credit here for making our lives better, for industrializing society, it's, it's white people, okay? And I, I don't know why, you know, I'm not saying that we can't give credit to Native Americans. They also have a very rich culture, and I think it's very interesting, too. As a student of history myself, I love history. All, all those books you can see in the back there, uh, 
I, there are a lot of them are history books or pol political books, but you know, they have their, they have a very rich culture. They were great with medicine and food and a lot of, you know, advancements that, you know, we weren't at in certain ways, uh, as far as white, as far as Europeans go. Um, I say we, uh, I guess not me, I'm Hispanic, but um, not so true. I do have some European in me, of course. I'm, well, technically from Europe, I'm, my family's from Spain. Point is, uh, I'm technically not white, but other people are. I'm, I'm a white Hispanic, maybe. Uh, but uh, Europeans are the, are the reason that we have, are the people we have to thank for this amazing country. They're the people we have to thank. White people are the people we have to thank for creating this, this amazing country because you know otherwise we'd still be in teepees and I don't want to be, live in a teepee I'd rather live in a house or an apartment <laughs> so I think uh, I'm tired of this narrative just kind of being able to exist and with so much inaccuracy surrounding it like this is the stuff that our kids are taught in school and you know the, the coach mentioned in that clip coach Greg Popovich that I played at the top of the show he was talking about how one school was actually teaching about Indigenous Peoples Day. If my school taught my kid that, I'd be pissed. I would be so pissed because that's not what it's about. That's not, it's so, it's literally backwards world. I mean, it's, it's like you can't, it's sickening what they're doing to this next generation of kids because it is abuse. They're not teaching them the truth about our nation's history. People are growing up historically illiterate and therefore more susceptible to brainwashing. And that is exactly how the left wants it. Do not make any mistake about it. That is exactly what the left wants. Anyway, before we move on, guys, I do have more to get to, a lot more to get to, uh, but I want to let you guys know about our sponsor for today, Home Title Lock. Look, guys, the deed to our homes is, is the only document that proves you own it. The problem is that deeds to all of our homes are online now. A criminal can find, forge your signature, and refile as the new home, home, homeowner of your home. Then he'll take out loans using your home's equity. Very scary. will leave you in debt. You won't know until collection notices start showing up on loans and, that you never took out to begin with. Homeowner's insurance doesn't cover you and neither do common identity theft programs. A lot of people don't know that. Home Title Lock is your peace of mind that the deed to your home is protected. So please guys, go to hometitlelock.com slash LFA and use promo code LFA. Then enter your address for no obligation home title scan to see if you're already a victim. That's a $100 value free. Be sure to use my promo code LFA for your free title scan at hometitlelock.com slash LFA promo code LFA, guys, please, please check that out and also help support uh, what we're doing here at LFA. All right, guys, I'm going to check out some of the comments in the Rumble chat. Let's see what everyone's saying. Thank you for commenting, guys. Spot on, Anna. Thank you, JLJAS. Who's not? Uh, let's see. Bill Gates wants everyone to live in something worse than a TP. Yeah, that's right, Paul. Uh, he does. I don't know. What his plans are, uh, we no one really truly knows what his ultimate plans. We we do know, you know, what he's doing now. Of course, the goal is to uh, get everyone to eat his disgusting fake meat and also uh, depopulate the the globe. But uh, I don't know if he has any plans for where we're gonna live. All right, let's see. Get home title lock. Yes, that's right, Amanda. Please do. Uh, Amen. So glad we will have schools of choice soon. Yes, absolutely. Great show, Anna. So true. Thank you. Uh, hi, Bad Moon. Leftists are racist, period. They are racist. And they, it's so funny because they're actually racist towards every single group, if you think about it, because they're racist towards whites in the sense that they like don't want whites to exist in their perfect world. And they're also racist towards blacks and Hispanics and other minorities because they treat us as we're their their little pets. And I'll get to that in a moment. That's what I'm going to get to next. But it's really interesting because there is literally no group in this country that the left actually treats well. So ultimately, we, we have to realize we're all in this together. Like the government and the left do not, they don't treat anyone right. So they don't treat anyone well. They don't want us to succeed. And that's, you know, I've talked about this in, on other shows, but like, you know, that's why Kanye West and Andrew Tate are onto something. That's why they're such a threat because their whole MO is hey, saying, hey, people, wake up, escape the matrix. Nobody's on your side except for you and obviously God. So, you know, that's the only way out of this. We're too tolerant, Anna. That's from Paul again. That's absolutely true. Um, Rick, oh, Ricky, great point. Weren't Muslims one of the first slave owners slash sellers? Fantastic point, and I'm really glad you bring that up because that is absolutely true. And I'll do a show on this. There's this really smart guy 
Uh, his name is Rob Patrone. I had him on the water cooler and my show Common Sense at RIV. Very smart man. He, he'll walk you through the history of the slave trade and not the African slave trade necessarily, although that was part of it. Muslims enslaved uh, black people, I, I believe, and, and white people too. So Muslims were uh, the ones who were starting this very, very, very long time ago. And um, that's why I'm saying like, it's not like slavery is not a racist concept in the sense that like it's based off of race. There are just certain groups that will take advantage of other groups depending on the situation. It's about the domination of the human race, about human versus human uh, manipulating certain groups. So the, the, the way it's been made out to be like this is about black people, like this is always, you know, it's always blacks that are the victim. That's a lie. That's a lie because white people have been the victims uh, plenty of times, as have Christians, as have, you know, Irish, Italian, as I said, I mean, they weren't enslaved, but they were treated very badly uh, in the second wave of immigration, I believe, in the late 1800s and early 1900s. So people have to wake up and realize, like, one of the ways the left is so good, the reason why the left is so good at defeating uh, or at, at creating these really pervasive narratives is because they stop uh, educating the public. They don't want our kids to know the truth about history. Um, and I wouldn't have known half of the stuff that I know, and I'm not even like really up there. I, I just happen to know a few obscure things and I happen to know like some of the basics, but I wouldn't have even known this had I not done my own research, you know, in my own time. I was, I've always been a history buff, but if that weren't the case, I wouldn't have known. Uh, they don't want you to know. That's the truth. World history was a must when I was in school, giving away my age. It's Becky Rowe. I know. Isn't that sad? It's like just 20 years ago. And I, I should say, I went to elementary school before all of the wokeness settled in and high school. I graduated high school right before people started asking what your pronouns were. And I remember that specifically because I went to college at American University. It was 2015. I was a freshman and I went to orientation and we had to sit in a circle and they were like, okay, now everybody give me your pronouns. And I was like, is this a game? Like, I don't, is this a word game? I don't understand. Um, the area I come from is, I, it's, fairly liberal now, but like it was very, it's very traditional. So people don't like, it wasn't, if, if it were going to make it, if that whole pronoun thing was going to make it anywhere, it was going to make it to like California first. I mean, I'm from Pennsylvania. So, uh, I was kind of one of the last people to catch on to that. So it was very, uh, very funny when I started realizing what was going on. Okay, guys. Well, thank you for your comments. Please, please, please keep rumbling this video and chatting away. I will continue to check the chat throughout the show. Uh, but back to the show, as promised, I want to talk about um, what's going on here as far as the way that minorities are treated in this country. Uh, because, you know, if here's the thing. I assume that if white people are so evil that the left has these amazing plans for minorities, right? That they really want to save them. Well, like I was saying earlier, they really only like minorities for being little pets. And the way that they treat minorities is actually very badly. I want you to take a look at this story. Tufts University is segregating their faculty for their dialogue series for fall 2022. And there's two different events. One is called the Radical Healing Dialogue Series. And that one is for BIPOC people or BPOC people. It sounds like a bisexual mixed with chicken pox, but that's not what it is apparently. This is, it stands for Black, Indigenous, and People of Color. BIPOC, BIPOC, I don't know what the hell, how to pronounce it. Point is, they're segregating this event at Tufts University. Um, and for everyone else, everyone who's white, I guess, they have to go to a separate con uh, conference, not the, not the Radical Healing Dialogue series. Uh, I mean, sorry, not the Radical Healing Dialogue series. That's right. They have to go to Unpacking Whiteness. And let me show you uh, what the web website says about Radical Healing, the one that's for BIPOC people. All right. For staff and faculty at Tufts whose racial demographics are categorized as BIPOC, BIPOC stands for Black, Indigenous, People of Color. While BIPOC is often interpreted to mean Black, it is neither limited to Black, Indigenous, and People of Color, nor does the acronym respect all the multiracial aspects in which people self-identify. BIPOC is a short form that assumes Black, Indigenous, and People of Color are monoliths. This makes the abbreviation as complicated as world histories of race, racism, and race, race relations. Yeah, right. Like, you people know anything about world history. Anyway, moving on. So how might you determine if radical healing is a dialogue designed with the benefits to fit your needs? The following questions might be helpful. Do you identify with the experience of being the only or one of the few in predominantly white spaces on campus? Do you believe it is important to constantly stay educated on DEIJ topics and refine your strategies for transforming the fatigue often? Anyway, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to read the rest of that. But this, fun, this part's really funny. I like this part. 
If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, then Radical Healing is an invitation specifically for you and all your identities. Look at that, all your identities right at the end there are invited. How many identities could you possibly have? It's like they're encouraging you to have a mental illness. Like what, there's, okay, all, all 727 Annas, come on, let's go. Let's go to this uh, BIPOC convention or whatever the hell it is, BPOC. Um, sounds like scatting, uh, but look, so that's, that's the way they're treating people of color, the people that they uh, claim to care about so much. Uh, meanwhile, this is what the Unpacking White conference looked like. It, it's a lot shorter of a description. I guess white people are a lot less important to the left. Uh, unpacking Whiteness creates a space for participants to find community and, and support in learning and understanding how to practice anti-racism in their daily lives. I'm not going to read the rest because that pretty much is, uh, sums it up. So look, people. It's not like the left's plan B is much better. Uh, they can complain all they want about white people and how evil they are, but it's not like the left has these amazing plans for minorities. They're just regressing us. The progressives are regressing society. They don't want uh, black people to succeed. They want to treat them as their little retarded pets because that's the only way they're of use to white liberal elites. So look, you, could, you can call me racist all you want for saying that we should help the white community. I mean, we should acknowledge the white community for being as great as they are, for building a Western civilization. But at the end of the day, I'm not the one who's segregating a dialogue on a college campus, okay? It's insane. All right. But it gets worse. It gets worse. So you know how the left is always trying to basically, I don't know, exterminate the black community via, I don't know, abortion, via Planned Parenthood, via Margaret Sanger's plan, eugenist, uh, eugenicist plan to exterminate the black community? Because that was the ultimate goal here. And, and we'll do a full show on Margaret Sanger and everything that happened there. But as you guys know, I'm sure, because you guys are all really smart and you're aware of, you know, a lot of the things that happened in history... Margaret Sanger is very racist. She wanted to successfully get rid of black. She wanted to stop black babies from being born, hence her uh, invention of the birth control pill and her involvement with Planned Parenthood, which now, of course, dominates most minority communities. You can find a Planned Parenthood on every street corner in a minority community, okay? Uh, so let me just show you what the left has basically done for black people. Now, remember, you know, if the contention among leftists is that blacks are better without the intervention of whites, which is what I would you know, assume based off, that, that's what I would conclude based off of the fact that they want to uh, segregate them clearly, then I'd assume you'd want to leave them alone, right? But no, this is the kind of stuff that, you know, leftist elites encourage. Because remember, they only like blacks if they're being their little dancing, you know, monkeys. That's what uh, leftist elitists like. They like to treat us, me included, I'm a minority, as their little retarded pets. And let me show you what has come of that as a result. The kind of degeneracy that has resulted from that. throw up um but you get the point that is a music video by a rapper named tnfw neek um and she's celebrating abortion because that's what the left wants from black people they want blacks to celebrate abortion so who's winning here 
with the left's narrative. It's not black people, it's certainly not Hispanics either. Um, you know, we're being raped at the border because the left wants to let, you know, our children are being raped at the border because of that. Uh, certainly not American Hispanics who came here legally. No, it's, uh, it's, it's whites. It's the racist whites that wanted uh, black people to be dead uh, since they started Planned Parenthood. So just so we're all clear, just so we're all clear, these are the people uh, that get to decide the dominant narrative. They're deciding what, uh, what is right and what is wrong. So that's fairly scary. You know, I will say, though, in that song, uh, my first reaction to that was that at least they're admitting it's murder. At least they're actually admitting that abortion is what it is, which is murder. So that uh, is, I guess, if you want to call it a silver lining, but they're still doing it, and they're still, of course, making. Uh, they're still celebrating it. I thought it was a joke at first, but it's actually not. So that is the scary part. Now, in addition to that, the left has not just basically, you know, destroyed. You know, in addition to encouraging that kind of behavior, encouraging abortions, they also like to pander to my minorities, as I'm sure you might have heard. Um, Joe Biden had uh, some interesting, had an interesting. Uh, announcement the other day. He was he admitted something that I I, had, I personally didn't know about him. I, I don't know about you guys, but here it is. And so I uh, I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home politically, and so we and we came here for a long time, uh, both for business and pleasure. Since you're part of the Third Circuit Court. Yeah. So I don't know if you know this, but he's his, he's a Puerto Rican, Joe Biden. Yeah, uh, just like uh, Jill the other day says that Hispanics are tacos. So obviously these people are great at pandering. They're they're really really helping themselves with the Hispanic community. But there you have it, people. That's what it is. That's what's going on here. I'm crazy. I'm a racist for calling uh, Western civilization great and thanking white people for building it. Uh, but uh, but no. But no, it's uh, the left is right. They're right. They're not. They're not racist at all. They're not the ones destroying uh, the black community and the Hispanic community and pandering and treating us like we're retarded. No, 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 no. It's uh, the left are, are saints, um, and I think people really need to wake up. I think they are waking up. So that's the good news. Anyways, guys, I'm going to take a short break so you can hear a message from one of my amazing sponsors, the Functional Medical Institute. Uh, you're going to hear about how to keep you and your family healthy while also supporting my show, Wrong Think. I'll be back in a moment. Oh, and I'm going to be showing your Joe Biden Puerto Rican memes that you guys sent me after the break. Hi, friends. Dr. Mark Sherwood here. And I'm Dr. Michelle Sherwood. Not everyone can make an appointment with us, but you can receive many of the same educational benefits our patients receive through our most comprehensive course, Health Secrets Exposed. Modern healthcare, or should we say sick care, is more focused on profit than your health. And in this course, you'll discover what sick care has been keeping from you all along. Here's a hint you don't need more medication. You need the simple truths in this course to unlock optimal health. Health Secrets Exposed is usually $149. Now it's just $99 with your promo code. It's time for you to learn what Big Pharma doesn't want you to know. Get access to this course now at Sherwood.tv. All right, guys, and we're back. And as promised, something I really wanted to show you guys were the submissions that you guys sent me. I asked you guys to send me Puerto Rican uh, memes of Joe Biden as a Puerto Rican after he said that ridiculous statement where he said he grew up in a Puerto Rican uh, household, presumably because he himself is Puerto Rican. So I asked you guys in a getter post to send me those. I didn't get a lot of people who, I guess, understood the assignment in a sense. People just kind of sent random memes, which were hilarious, but they weren't him as a Puerto Rican. I only got a couple uh, that actually were uh, what I asked for, but that's okay. That's okay. I appreciate you guys answering me anyway. Um, but look, I want to show you this first one. Uh, this is a good one. I'm going to rate them too, by the way. This is from Orthodox Russ on Getter. This is Joe Biden and Jill Biden as Puerto Ricans. I rated this one a 7 out of 10. I like the accuracy um, and the detail and the originality on this one. Uh, I really like that you included the bandanas because they do wear a lot of bandanas. If you go to the Bronx uh, in New York, you can see that. Uh, it's, I have some family from there, so I, I know that area. And it's, uh, that's definitely what they look like. I'm not Puerto Rican. I'm Cuban, uh, just to be clear. But 
that is pretty accurate. All right, and also I like this one because uh, it was original. I, I'm fairly certain I've never seen this one before. And I like the detail on Jill as well. Now, I don't think, one thing I will say, you lose a, a one point, a few points maybe, because they're wearing flannels. And I don't think a Puerto Rican would wear that. I feel like they'd be wearing like a greasy like um, uh, wife beater and like a like Cuban links or something. But I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's uh, not what they wear. I don't live in a very Puerto Rican area anymore, so when, I never really did. But uh, yeah, so I I gave that one a seven out of ten. I think I, I gave I rated a little higher than I normally would because um, because you know they're one of the few people that actually submitted what I asked for. So thank you. Orthodox Russ, great submission, uh, and I hope I hope for more from other people. But I have one more to show you guys, and this one was from uh, Tusker Flats. Now this one I'm sure you guys have seen before because it's kind of been around for a while. I actually rated this one a six out of ten. Again, I raised this, I raised the uh, the rating a little bit higher than I normally would have given because this is like you know you guys actually submitted something, so that's cool. Uh, but I don't know, he kind of looks black to me here. I mean, I know he's going for the corn pop vibe, so he's not, definitely not Puerto Rican, but it is funny. This one's a classic, not original, sorry, you don't get points for that. Uh, but I love, I do love this one, so that's why I had to include it, because it's just, it's so classic, you know? And how could I not, how could I show, how could I show this? How could I do this segment without showing it? So thank you for that, guys. And I'm also going to go ahead and check out some of your comments now on Rumble. Tell me what you guys thought about that. Let's see. What do people think? Uh, I agree, Anna. Wife beater shirts would seal the deal on this meme. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they wear like greasy wife beater shirts. This looks like the Bronx. Yeah, it did. Uh, yep, no flannel. Yep. Remove them and perfect. Anna, I couldn't find any. That's Amanda Collins. That's okay, Amanda. Uh, you can send me more if you want. I think I'm going to keep the Joe Biden Puerto Rican one going, and then I'm going to ask you guys to send me another one. So just like, uh, just like tag me in it, post it on Getter and tag me in it. I pretty much mostly use Getter, but you can send me on Instagram too. Oh, by the way, I have a new Instagram. Since we're here, I'll tell you. Uh, since you fancy seeing you guys here, uh, it's wrongthinkanna underscore. Don't forget the underscore. As many of you know, and I feel like I've said this a million times already, but I was banned on it or suspended on Instagram will likely never be back on as my old username. So definitely find me under wrongthinkanna underscore. I will be there. You can message me. I'll be checking my message requests. I don't typically do that, but I will do it just for this, just for this particular occasion because I really want to see those Joe Biden memes as a Puerto Rican. So send me uh, Joe Biden Puerto as a Puerto Rican memes. Uh, let's see what other people say. Gross, that was from Mary. Yeah, sorry, I know. I don't know what gross you were referring to, what exactly you were, because I've shown a lot of gross things today. So uh, I would apologize, but it's very important for you guys to see. I probably should have given you a warning, though, if there were any kids around. I know they cursed in that, so. Um, Brandon is Puerto Rican like me. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. He's uh, whiter than sour cream. What didn't you say that one time that was really weird? He was like, uh, I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. Like, what? <laughs> What the hell did that even mean? Uh, Steven, Steven Susson, funny. Anna, the first one looks more Mexican. Actually, that's a good point, Marilyn. Yeah, the first one does. I, that's a good point. That one did look more Mexican. Paul says, Anna, you should use Twitter more often. Yeah, I find it more useful for work than anything else. I do a lot better on Getter and Gab. I use Gab a lot too. Well, I shouldn't say a lot, but probably more than I use... I, don't, I use Getter the most, then I would say Truth, then Gab. Gab is annoying because there's no app, but I love the concept behind Gab because they are truly probably the most free speech social media platform in existence. So I really like supporting them and what Andrew Torba is doing over there. So check me out on Gab too. Uh, and please make an account if you haven't yet to support free speech there. Let's see. I agree, Anna. What, yeah, I already read that one. Biden took a page out of the Al Sharpton's race baiting book. Yeah, but it's worse for Biden because he's actually white. So at least like, at least Al Sharpton, like, black people were like, okay, he's one of us. He's black. He knows what's up. But, like, with Joe Biden, um, it's, like, hilarious to me that people actually fall in line with that because it's like, you seriously think this man knows? They, I mean, look, there. I said this on Real America's Voice when Jill Biden said that thing about tacos and Hispanics. I, I'm not offended by that. Like, I'm not going to, like, clutch my pearls and be like, oh, that's so racist. But I do think it goes to show how out of touch they are. Like, these people are so elitist. Like, Jill Biden hasn't walked into a grocery store in probably, like, two decades. Maybe more so than that. She hasn't been to a bodega 
probably ever in her life. So I don't understand like how we're supposed to believe this. Like that's the part that pisses me off. It's like, I'm not stupid. Nobody's stupid enough to fall for this. Like maybe they are, I guess, but um, yeah, they treat us like we're literally retarded. Like I can't sit here for two seconds and figure out that you're lying to me. That's the problem I have. It's not so much the racial aspect because I don't, I don't care. I mean, what's Jill Biden? Jill Biden's not gonna like, you know, do anything. Becky Rose says, no apologies, Anna. No, no apologies from me. That's for sure. T-Man said, I like Gab as well. Very cool. Iris Hannah said, wrong think Anna. Yes. Anna, uh, J.L. Jass said, Anna, I just followed you and get her. I'll see if I can find some Biden Puerto Rican memes for you. Or just make them. Be creative. Uh, I, I, that's a, kind of a weird ask. You probably all have lives. Um, you're not going to sit there and like be like, oh, I'm going to submit this meme for this girl's show. <laughs> uh, so don't feel like you have to, but I wouldn't be upset is all I'm saying. Corn Pop was a bad dude. That's right, T-Man. He was. Biden has always been a lying racist POS. Yeah, he is a liar. He, uh... He uh, plagiarized someone's speech, I think, like maybe more than once. I think a few times he was caught doing that. Anna, how do I find you on Gab? So all of my social handles are Anna Perez DC, except for on Instagram. As I was saying, it's now wrong. Think Anna underscore. So guys, please, 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 please rumble this video. Um, I really want to make it to higher than 42 today. I'm hoping for like, I don't know, maybe 30s or 20s. Uh, that would be cool. But I can only do it if you guys rumble this video. It takes one second. Literally click the boxing glove or the plus sign, which I didn't know was a boxing glove. I thought it was just a thumbs up. Uh, but apparently it's a boxing glove, which makes sense because it's called rumble. So like, get ready to rumble. Let's go Lou says, and I feel like you're my little sister because you speak the way I think as well. Oh, thank you. That's sweet. Bad Moon says, Americans are not racist. We don't care. Yeah, you're right, Bad Moon. I didn't think I had to spell it out for everyone, but Americans are not, in fact, racist. This is the most tolerant country in the world. You go to Cuba. I'm Cuban. You go to Cuba. Oh, my God. Terribly racist. My whole family. Uh, I mean, they're not, like, going to, like, kick someone if they're another race, but they certainly say things that are not politically correct. Um, it's not, like, you know, white people. White people are the most tolerant people I've ever met in my life, I got to say. So it's just hilarious, the narrative, the way it is. It's not even, like... We're past the point of it being like um, scary. It's now comical because we're just, I think people are at a point where they are waking up and they're starting to realize that, um, that this is not, it, it's not true. All right. Okay, guys. So I do have one last story I want to get to. I thought was really funny and I thought you guys would really appreciate it. So even Joe Biden apparently knows that transsexuals are uh, not the gender that they want to be, but are in fact the gender that they were born with. Take a look at this. The Biden regime is now requiring that trans women register for the draft if they were born male. U.S. citizens or immigrants who are born male and change their gender to female are still required to register. Individuals who are born female and change their gender to male are not required to register. Yeah, uh, no shit. Sorry, sorry for the cursing, but it's true. No shit is really the only way you can put it. Uh, if you are born a man, you should re be required to register for the draft so long as that's a law in this country. Uh, women should not be registering for the draft, which, by the way, they tried to do. I think for a while there was a bill where they were trying to push women to register for the draft. And I interviewed Marjorie Taylor Greene about it, like, I think last year on Real America's Voice. Insane. Like, sorry, no. Uh, and we don't need that anyway, so why are we doing it? It's all for woke brownie points. That's really what it's about. Uh, but I think this whole transsexual thing is particularly hilarious because of course the trans community is, is up in arms about it at Joe Biden. He, but he was our guy. He was going to stand up for trans rights. You know, at the end of the day, it's like, we can't deny reality. We can only deny reality for so long. And, uh, even Joe Biden, who, you know, kind of flip flops around, he calls himself a moderate, then calls himself a far leftist, depending on what's convenient for him at the time, you know, uh, that's, it's just funny. Cause at the end of the day, even he knows. Even Joe Biden, who, well, let's be real, he's not running this country. He's not the president, really. He's not the one in charge. Obama is, and, and all those leftists, his entire ilk. Uh, but they, even they can't deny it. Nobody wants a, no one wants transsexuals in the military anyway. It just complicates things. Sorry, I don't want to have to worry about you having to take your hormones all the time, having to take all your drugs. You're mentally ill, okay? Go to church. I wouldn't even say therapy, I would say church, because that's really the, the only way you can be, you know, saved from this situation. And I don't mean it in like a judgmental way, although I'd be lying if I didn't judge the adults who are in it. 
Although I, you know, obviously the children who are victims of this, who, because most people are, this happens early childhood, a lot of people are victims of uh, whatever sexual abuse or something like that, something satanic of that, of that nature, and wind up have, carrying these mental illnesses with them throughout life, and, you know, wind up deciding to change their gender. So it is very sad, uh, and people need to remember that, to have sympathy for the fact that these people are mentally ill. That said, we don't need to play into their mental illness, rather quite the opposite. We shouldn't be allowing them to, to be the gender that they think they are when they're not in fact that gender. And of course, Joe Biden, even his administration, his regime knows that. So, you know, it is really interesting to me that nobody actually, um, that, you know, no, that he's not getting as much backlash as I thought he would, at least not from the normal people crowd, even, even Democrats. Because I think, here's the reality, I think even Democrats know that this isn't a winning issue. If it weren't, weren't for the fact that like they've infiltrated, like they already infiltrated the you know, sports world, they've affected our kids, they're grooming our kids, it's child abuse at this point. So because the transsexual community has done that, it's really hard for Democrats to defend now. So maybe like five, 10 years ago, it was a little bit, I would say, yeah, maybe 10 years ago, it was like a little bit lesser of a thing. And you would see adults transitioning. And it wasn't even, you know, talked about as to whether or not the government would cover that sort of health care. I think that back then it was like, ah, okay, we don't really care. It's not really a thing, you know, but now it's a thing and it's hard to ignore. And even though uh, there's still a very small percentage of people are transgender, they they're recruiting more is what they're doing. They're recruiting people to be indoctrinated into this mental illness, uh, which is what they're doing with their kids right now, which is why they do all those things where they say, oh, you could tell me about your gender all you want. You don't have to, I won't tell your parents, just tell me what you, what gender you want to be. I'm going to, it's our little secret. I won't tell your parents. I won't tell your parents if I, you know, give you hormones, if I give you hormone blockers. It could just be our little secret. It's totally fine. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. I'm going to read a few more of your comments before I go. Gay marriage always will lead to transgenderism and pedophilia. The slippery slope is real. It absolutely is. I said this the other day. You know, bestiality's next. I mean, it already is. Like, every single time a trans uh, transsexual gets uh, arrested for something, they always find out that they're, like, they've done bestiality and stuff, too. It's disgusting. It's, like, I... You're, it, it's the kind of thing that your mind can't even conceptualize. So you just, like, you can't wrap your head around it. So you're just like, I'd rather not think about it. Now, we have to be aware that it happens because we can't stop it otherwise, but it, it's, it's, just, it's just unreal. Like, it, the world that we live in, where the things that they're trying to normalize, um, they, I mean, they literally have a gender, I mean, a sexual orientation for being attracted to kids now, minor attracted persons. So it's, you can't even, <laughs> Uncle Tranny, John Smith says, Uncle Tranny, I want you to join my, uh, my illness. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh, I'm going to make t-shirts of that. I want you to join my illness from Uncle Tranny. John, you should, uh, John Smith, you need to like copyright that or something because that's hilarious. Let's see. I was once trapped in a woman's body, then my mom gave birth. Oh, yeah, I've heard that one, Bad Moon. That's funny. Yeah, that's right, uh, Larry. Black lives matter only during an election cycle. Mary says, confusing the poor kids. Yeah, yeah, it is confusing. And I, I, like I said, I feel really sorry for them because, you know, luckily... At my generation, I was, I think I was the last, I am kind of like a, an, a very, 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 very young millennial or an old Gen Z. I don't know which category. I was born in 97. I know people consider me either or, but I identify with like, I sound like a leftist. I identify. I do identify though with millennial culture more. Like I played Sims. I had dial up internet, like more things like that. So I always consider myself a very, very young millennial. But um, anyway, I think I was the last group to like get out unscathed, if you will, because I never, you know, the, when I was a kid, it was more of like mental illness as in like depression and like e being emo was in, which wasn't, which was weird too. But they, that was a thing when I was a kid, it wasn't until after that, that they started doing all the transgender stuff. So, you know, I kind of got out of there in, in, uh, at a good time. American first says one guy a long time ago said he liked me. I must have scared him straight. He married and had a daughter. What? I don't know what that was in reference to. Um, Rush Limbaugh warned of like 15 years ago. Yes, Rush Limbaugh. Uh, he really truly was an American hero. And he warned a lot about what's going on right now. So, you know, thank God for him. And, and people who, like Alex Jones too, like people think he's crazy. Or he did, they, they thought he was crazy like five, 10 years ago. Now conservatives are like, wait a second. He was onto something. You know, he knew what's up, you know. And, and even myself, like I was never really... 
well, I should say I didn't really escape the matrix till relatively recently. I would say like, uh, maybe like four years ago, completely out of the matrix. But, um, you know, I slowly but surely got to that point. But even when I was, you know, getting, getting there, I still was like, I don't know about this Alex Jones guy. And then, um, now I'm like, you know, I'll listen to him. I, I really respect his opinion. And, you know, not every, you don't have to agree with them on every single thing, but there are people who are like predicting these things and we can't, we have to stop treating people like they're crazy, stop trying to silence them and actually give them the time of day. Because even if you don't like what they're saying or you don't necessarily agree with it, like you have to realize that it's, you know, it's an opinion nonetheless and, and worth listening to because you never know. A lot of these very scary predictions could come true as they are right now. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. I had a really good time and uh, make sure you tune in again tomorrow at 1 p.m. here on LFA TV for another episode of Wrong Think. Also, please, please, please rumble this video and also rumble all the other LFA TV host shows today. They were all incredible. Um, Jeremy will be on at five, so I'm the last one of sort of like the afternoon block. Thank you, thank you for watching. Everyone who's watching on Getter, Rumble, really appreciate you being here and I will see you guys tomorrow. Bye.